0: Welcome to the Inspired Wave. This is the podcast and community for conscious female founders and leaders who are ready to enjoy more peace and prosperity in their business while creating more inspired impact in the lives they're here to serve, who are ready to fully step into their leadership and live their soul's purpose with confidence and passion. I'm your host, CJ Rivard, and with over 30 years in business and leadership experience, I blend the tactical systems and strategies that we all need in our businesses, along with the science of energetics, the art of recognizing and learning how to follow your intuition, and the magic that happens when we create empowering relationships and take aligned action. This is all to help women get out of hustle mode to thrive and really fall in love with what they do. Registration is open and you'll want to sign up now for our free Inner Joy Unleashed event. Join this 30-day gratitude celebration that's going to have quick daily prompts and we're going to have so much fun. It's going to help you build your gratitude habit and infuse more joy into your life and business. So there's a link in the show notes. Be sure to go check it out. Hey there, welcome to the show. So, as managers and leaders, we talk a lot about stewarding our resources. And today's topic is taking you to the heart of any and all other resources that we're called upon to manage. We're going to be talking about stewarding your consciousness. So, stick with me. So, what do I mean when I talk about consciousness? So, for our purposes today, There are three states of consciousness that you may hear me refer to. The first, which is really what we're going to be talking about today, is in your awareness. If you're conscious of something, you're aware you're doing it. Your critical thinking, the decisions that you're making, that's all in your consciousness and your awareness. Now, the other area that you probably hear me talk about a lot is your subconscious. And your subconscious makes up 95% of the activity going on in your beautiful brain. And, you know, that's good and bad because there's a lot there that you're not consciously aware of. So within the realm of your subconscious, all of your emotions are created. And we'll get to that in a minute. But your emotions come from your subconscious. It's not something you consciously think about doing. Your habits are in your subconscious. So when we're creating habits, I talk about how that takes a lot of intention and motivation or willpower or whatever, because it's not a habit yet. Once it becomes a habit, it moves into your subconscious and you don't have to think about it and work really hard with your willpower on performing it, right? Because it's a habit. It's living in your subconscious and it's just happening. Like brushing your teeth. You don't think about how to do it. Your imagination and your intuition also live in your subconscious. And those are two areas that I think really are underutilized and underappreciated in the business world. So you'll hear me talk about those a lot. And just because it's in your subconscious doesn't mean you can't tap into it through the power of your intention and your conscious mind. And then the third level of consciousness that you'll hear me reference sometimes, and we're not going deep into this today, but that is your higher consciousness. And this is a part of you and your soul that is all loving and always connected with god or source or the universe or whatever you believe in it's that better part of you that's got a lot of great information (laughs) that you can connect with and guidance you can receive when you learn how to so today we're going to be talking about stewarding your conscious mind which is a lot easier to grasp as a way that helps us manage our emotions, which are subconscious, raise our emotional intelligence, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about before. It's a powerful tool for all leaders to have. It will help you improve your relationships because you're consciously choosing how you manage them and you're getting into Diplomatically responding rather than reacting, right? That's a very powerful skill to master. And it will help you raise your frequency, which is super important. So, because I talk about frequency a lot, I'm going to give you a super quick overview of what I mean and why I'm talking about it. We're not going to go deep into it, but basically, As a human, we have a unique frequency because everything is energy, which means everything vibrates. And because that includes our thoughts and emotions, they have unique, you know, different types of thoughts and different types of emotions have unique frequencies to them, which means how fast or slow they're vibrating. And so those thoughts and emotions that we hold will impact our overall frequency as a unique individual. So as we raise our frequency, and just to go back, sorry, to the emotions again, the less pleasant emotions like grief, sadness, despair, depression, anger, are very low vibrations. They're very dense, contracted frequencies. They are low vibrations. And as you move up the scale of vibration, you get into the higher, the more pleasant emotions, like love, joy, ecstasy, peace. Those are all very high on the vibrational scale. All right, so you know what I'm talking about. Of course, we want to be in congruence with those higher, wonderful emotions we all want to be feeling rather than the really quote-unquote low vibes you hear people talk about. So as we raise our frequency as a unique being, we become more magnetic for the things we want in our lives. And this is uh, two of the laws of the universe. You'll hear me talk about the law of vibration, which just means everything's energy and we, everything vibrates. And, you know, based on what it is, it will have a higher or lower vibration and frequency. And then the law of attraction says that like attracts like. And I don't talk about law of attraction too much because I think it gets very misunderstood This is all it means, like attracts like. So if you want to attract more of something that you don't already have in your life, there's a good chance that you're equating it to a higher frequency and you're not there yet to be able to attract it. Now, it doesn't mean you don't take action. I'm really clear in my trainings on that. We have to take aligned action. But as you raise your frequency you are more in tune with your intuition and you start getting more of those what I call divine downloads, whether that's a gut feeling or however it comes to you, those inspired ideas that you can then take action on to create your big vision. You'll start seeing more opportunities, more synchronicities, and just more Inspired ideas and that comes with your lifting of your frequency and getting more into that high frequency states. So then the other point I want to make here is that as leaders or, you know, people in general, we all lead with our energy, which has to do with our frequency. And we don't usually notice we're doing it but people can sense it whether they know it or not. And if you are in a higher vibrational state, you're more magnetic. And isn't that a great way to be as a leader? You can't influence people and have more of an impact in the world if you are not a magnetic leader. If you're on the lower end of the scale, you know, lower denser frequency you're going to be repelling people, which I'm sure you're not there, but you've probably known people like this. And maybe you don't even know why they repel you, but chances are good they're in a lower vibrational state. It all works together. So, because I get asked about frequency a lot, and well, how do I tell what mine is? What's it all mean? I want to take a quick minute to tell you, and I have a fun gift in the show notes, a free gift for you, the scale of consciousness or the emotional frequency scale that you may have heard of before, seen referenced, you can just Google it and pull up charts if you would like. Do not pay attention to those charts anymore. They're outdated. And this is what I wanted to share with you. This is very new, hot off the press kind of information. In the last four months, there's been a huge upswing in the frequencies on the planet, which is really exciting news. But instead of 1,000 bioenergy units being the top, top end of the scale that none of us could get to because 1,000 was divinity, now... I don't even know where that would map, but it's over a billion bioenergy units. There's a huge expansiveness that's come in with the emotional frequency chart and the frequencies that we're able to access now if we're good stewards of our consciousness. So it's very exciting. And because this is very new information, I've developed a new chart for those of you that really want to get into the details. You can do that. And I also have a short little mini training, a video showing you how you can measure your own frequency. It's super easy. So be sure to check that out. And if this up leveling is something that you would like more help with, I encourage you to get on the wait list for the Rising Tide Sisterhood, which will be reopening its doors in January because this is something that we go deep in, in that program. A lot of work on energetic self mastery. So stay tuned for that, or get on the wait list so you don't miss it. So just to recap what I've already covered, being a conscious leader means that we're being energetically responsible. And we're intentionally becoming more and more aware of how we're leading through our energy, and more and more aware of where we're placing our attention and managing our thoughts, because that impacts our energy. Very, very powerful, just in that, I mean, you know, we think, what, a gazillion thoughts a day. If you can start intentionally really becoming aware of where you're putting your thoughts, And the first red flag is if you're feeling stress, anxiety, anger, fear, anything like that, that's a red flag to check in with yourself. What were you thinking about? Typically, we're in a monkey mind thought spiral that doesn't serve us. We're either thinking of something that happened in the past that we can't change and thinking about it isn't going to help or we're projecting something into the future that is scary or gives us an anxiety or stress and it hasn't happened yet but we're thinking about it and we're focused on it so just making you know just becoming more aware of what you are putting your attention on that's causing those unpleasant emotions is a first step toward being able to turn your attention and manage your thoughts by focusing on something more neutral. You don't have to get into, oh, let me think about something that brings me joy right away, but at least go to something neutral in the now. Let me think about this moment, not the past that I can't change, not the future that hasn't happened yet. That's a great way to kind of bring that spiral back under control. All right, so I'm not going to leave you hanging there. I have five tips or ways that you can be a good steward of your consciousness and raise your frequency. So I hope you're ready. Real quick, the first one I've already alluded to, and that would be creating positive thought habits. Now, all of your thinking is generally in a thought habit loop whether it's good or bad, it's generally a habit. So starting to build awareness is the first step toward managing those thought habits and creating more productive thought habits. And this is something we've been going deep in. It's currently going on. I have a Inner Joy Unleashed 30-day gratitude celebration going on. It's free. You can still join us. If you would like to, the intention being that we are building positive thought habits because it's just simple repetition that helps us build those habits. But it starts with awareness. So there'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. My second tip is to be really intentional in how you're consuming media because we all know that the majority of what's out there is negative. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't know what's going on in the world, but I'm saying be really intentional in how much of that you need to consume to feel like you're in the loop and aware. Can you just read the headlines? Or do you really need to go deep into the details of that natural disaster and all the statistics and the horror that gets reported? Or can you just look at the headline and then, you know, make a decision? to go do something positive, like sending some money to, you know, an effort going on to help the people impacted. We're all different. And I'm not saying to anyone how much is right or wrong, but notice and be intentional in how you manage what you're taking in, because it will really impact your frequency and your, you know, your overall emotions My third tip, and this is going to be a tough one, you guys aren't going to want to hear this one, minimize your cell phone time. And I'm not saying devices in general, because if you have broadband or something that's not relying on cell service for your computer, that's not going to mess with your frequency like cell phones do. But when things come across, cell data it's really a negative impact to our frequencies and we don't even notice anymore right often if unless you've gone through this exercise we don't even notice how often we're picking it up just out of habit or boredom or whatever picking it up and scrolling and checking email or you know whatever fun apps you have on there they've made it super addictive but it's really not good for us. So I invite you to be intentional and look at how much time you're on those phones. I mean, you know, we listen to podcasts, we listen to training and music. There's so many ways we can consume content through a cell phone. It's not unusual to be on there six or eight hours a day in the background while you're doing other things even. So, look at that and start out with an intention of cutting that time in half, and then see if you can go even further and be intentional when you're using your phone. Because obviously, we all know they're not just for making phone calls anymore. (laughs) So, have a look at that. And by the way, 5G is a lot worse for us in our frequency than 4G was. So if you're in an area where you can still pick and choose, and not have the 5G service, that is worse for your frequency. All right, so my next tip is to get outdoors. Now, the really good news here is, it does not, the benefits we get from outdoors, being outdoors, don't go up exponentially with, you know, doubling, tripling, quadrupling your time out there. All it takes, this is the great news, really, if you're like me and don't end up being outside a lot, it only takes 10 minutes a day to really have a positive impact on your frequency. Even better if you can be barefoot, of course, but that's hard to do in the winter and the cold regions. But just, again, try and be intentional and be outside at least 10 minutes a day and in your car doesn't count, sadly. (laughs) Outside 10 minutes a day, and that's all you need. 10 minutes isn't that long, is it? So depending on how cold it gets in your area, most of us can manage at least 10 minutes, and it's hugely helpful to managing your frequency. And then my last tip, and this is a fun one, is to utilize music to raise your frequency. But of course, the caveat there is not to be using music through your cell phone. And that's tough because that's become such a habit for all of us now. It's so convenient. But there are other ways, right? So whether it's your own instrument or streaming through your computer or a good old-fashioned CD, there are other ways to experience music. So think about that and see if you can incorporate intentionally some more music into your life and it will help raise your frequency. So that's all I wanted to share. Some really basic, simple things we can all do to be really good stewards of our consciousness. It's important and I would love to hear your top takeaways from this, any ahas you may have had, or if you have any additional questions, I'd love to circle back and answer them. So do let me know. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all those resources that I mentioned. I really appreciate you being here. And I will talk to you again soon. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.